Welcome back to the Queen of Corporate podcast, the podcast where we interview some of your favorite people from outside of the corporate world. Today, we're joined by the absolutely hilarious and gorgeous Kelsey Dara. She's an absolute killer. She has her own podcast called Confidently Insecure, which if you haven't already, you should definitely go check out. She's also on Ease Dating No Filter. And to top it off, you have a book coming out. For I have a book coming out. <laughs> August 16th. Mark your calendars, people. She's coming in with that sage advice. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, thanks for having me. I of love course. the name Queen of Corporate. Because mm, I, I feel mean, like the opposite of corporate. Like I'm wearing <laughs> like a too, sports though. bra. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in like a weird cover-up, like for a bathing suit, but it's I'm like, COVID. this works. It's COVID. It's, yeah, there's it's no comfy. Dress code. Until yeah. Miss 19 leaves, this is how it's gonna be. Like And you know what? Until Miss 19. And I think like <laughs> the 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 stores are starting to get that like we're digging this this COVID yeah. address code. And they're starting to make like Target's making like jeans that are really sweatpants and like corduroys. They're making they're doing they they know what they're doing and I appreciate it. I appreciate that so much because I haven't put like real clothes on mm-hmm. in the longest time. Makeup, like, even don't know her. Put her on today, and I was like, "Who is she?" Like <laughs> I like remembered. I'm like, "Oh, thank you." I like I just, forgot how to do eyeliner. I was like, "Oh my god, my oh, eyes feel different." It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Like I whatever had this on earlier and was walking around, and like the eyeliner started to do the thing where it smudges yeah, in the course. crease. I was like, I forgot like the trials yeah. and tribulations of wearing makeup all day but I think in a weird way like this is gonna help change things like when we go back to normal quote-unquote which is never gonna happen never I will never set foot in an office again just like take my word for it it ain't ever happening again no motherfucking kitten heels out of production like the shoe business like Steve Bannon must be crying right now he must be just like sobbing so upset so upset we're fine. I'm call me the barefoot Contessa. That's it. That's all that's happening. <laughs> She's crazy. I love that. I love her. She's been yeah. like active on her Instagram. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah. I ran a poll on my story. I've been doing this lately where I run polls, but I'm always on like the wrong side. I am always oh. in the minority. And oh, no. this time it was, what would you prefer like an upbeat club remix of? And I said like the Wizards of Waverly Place theme song or the Barefoot Contessa theme song. Oh, well. I said Contessa. Barefoot Contessa. I mean, you that's but like see, here's the incredible. Thing. Your age group, I'm sure is Waverly Place people. 100%. I so they were like, I yes. Never, yeah. No, you mi- like that missed you. I missed it. Very Honestly, missed Disney it. Plus circle back because it's low key yeah. funny. Like the writers were so good at making it funny without it being raunchy because obviously it was Disney Channel. Disney, yeah, but Interesting. like, which is also just you know that's the tip of the mm. iceberg there. I've maybe watched Disney Plus twice, and I'm also using a fans account, which I really appreciate. <laughs> Shout out to whoever you were. That's incredible. Your- it's like her, her husband, her two kids, and then. Kelsey Dara, <laughs> on, on like your Avatar own profile show. page. Yeah, yeah. And oh I've, my god! I've signed on like twice. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. I haven't found my Disney Plus. Well, except for Hamilton. I. That oh was yeah, a big deal for me. Yeah. 
you have to do it. Um, I actually saw there was like a tweet recently where somebody had realized that their ex was still using their Netflix account, but like put their picture as like settings. <gasps> so they had like no idea that like two years post breakup, they're using yeah. their account as like settings. That is the most savage thing you can honestly do is, like, pull the incredible. plug on their Netflix two years later. Right? That must feel powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you log on, you're just like, damn, I'm doing this, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to start out with some fun questions. Oh, okay. also before we get into it though, I was realizing one of your audios when like kind of viral on TikTok, it's like the <gasps> skincare one. I listened I to ne- it. Couldn't have guessed. Never could have known of such a thing. All the ones, because you have so many, like the salad tongs one. Oh my God. <laughs> sent me. Sent me. Oh my Incredible. God. Incredible. But um yeah, I kept I hearing it. And I was like, me how too. do I know this voice? Like <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And I, I would come across it on my For You page. And I'd be like, this me? me? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I still no. get tagged in them. I love TikTok. I'm sure. I'm obsessed I with it. Like, unhealthily TikTok. obsessed with it. Same, same. I same. am waiting for the day where I randomly go viral for, like, a stupid video yeah, I post. I feel like happen. going viral on TikTok is, like, people who, like, it's, won HQ. No yeah. yeah. They just kind of like got there and I feel like everyone has except me and I'm like, you'll get there. Your time one will day, come, girl. One day. Yeah, your time will come. I just need to be able to say one time it happened. Um, yeah. What are you, you going to do? I believe. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to start off with some, some fun questions. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you missed this era, if you ever got into this, but I'm keeping it in because Midnight Sun was just released. Are you team Edward or are you team Jacob? You don't even have to have read anything I seen anything have read that you have okay i have one summer i was like i gotta figure out what all this mess is about why is it what's the hoopla? <laughs> and i'm like a big harry potter like to me the too day i die stand, me even too. though we don't stand jk anymore yep. um so i just had to figure out what it was about and i am here's the thing <sighs> okay i know i team know edward yeah team edward period uh, period Period. But like what made me even more team Edward was how bad Taylor Lautner was as Jacob. Awful. I was like, you could have won me back picking like the right actor for that. But I just think Edward Cullen and like Robert Pattinson as him was just like chef's kiss to the casting director. Yeah. They did what they had to do. And so you're team Edward. Oh, I'm hardcore team Edward. I don't trust people who are team Jacob, especially like I don't know. You read the books and like she's there's never one point in the book where she's like, I'm down, even though like she definitely could have dabbled, but like she didn't. Um, And I do agree because in the books, I feel like he's described as being like six, five, this (laughs) huge man. And then Taylor Lautner comes on and is like, I'm like 16. Tan potato. I was like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? I haven't. I'm not like I'm, I wasn't, like, fangirling over Midnight Sun. Like, are you into it? Oh, I'm, I'm like, so into, into it. it. I know. Okay. I, is it out? Here's the thing. It is out, but I can't find it anywhere around here. I'm sure if I was in New York, they'd have you it. You can't but... get it on your Kindle or some shit? Oh, okay. So this is where I'm going to sound real crazy. But I feel like I need the ceremony of, like, going into the bookstore and buying it. You are feel speaking me? my language. Yeah. Like, I have been waiting for the day that I can go in and buy that uh, damn book and it is such a religious experience for me it really and I is compl- it was devastating to learn that I wasn't going to be able to like walk into a bookstore and see my book for the first time because that is 
dreams. my dream. Dream. But now I'm like, oh, I'll get it. I will get it. And it'll just be more fun because it'll be like a se- its own separate thing. Like hopefully at least like a year from now. Hopefully. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will be there. I will be Snapchatting it, Instagramming it. I'm Thanks. so excited to read it. <gasps> Me my too. God, me too. I heard honestly. I was listening to your last podcast or whatever, and you were saying it's like it's going to be decent size, like 400 pages. Oh, it's a chonky bitch. Oh, and same. It's just, so I'm ready. It, it's like because to go from the depths of like introducing anxiety to mm-hmm. someone to someone who's like, I know what it is. I don't need like the fucking I need like the yeah. expert level shit. So it's like you have to cover all that ground and it's not easy to do plus you know it's exercises and illustrations and games and things so it's like you have to have full pages for like a crossword puzzle or like a word search or whatever so it's not a typical book like it's not a straight up like fourth harry potter size like chonk it's yeah is she gonna be a little thick i'm so excited for it though thank you the sage advice like And I mean, you've been such a mental health advocate for so many years now that yeah, this is this is exactly crazy. what you needed to do. Yeah, it Had to feels put it all crazy. Down. Yeah, because like at first I was like, this is awful that this is happening during the pandemic. And then I realized now more than ever is when people need something like this. This is the market so, for it, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> weirdly, in like a business sense, I was like, yeah. okay. And then that even informed the like price of the book for me because I was like, nobody has fucking money right now. And so, you know, I lowered the price on a bunch of stuff. Like it, to me, it was just about making it the most accessible it could be. It's coming out in a digital format. Like, I don't know if we're going to do a voiceover thing, but I want to do an audio book. It's just hard because it's like also a a written exercise. So it's, it's a little funky, but I'm, thank you so much for being excited about it because no, I'm thrilled. I'm so hyped. I'm so excited about it. You should be. That's so cool to be able to say, Oh, I absolutely will. Um, but it's so cool to be able to say like, you're a fucking author. Look at you. Dude, How what? You just gave me that? chills. No. My nipples are hard. I'll never get over that. I'll never get over it. Because I think of authors in like a different oh, category. The elite. Of people. Yes. Like smart. Yeah. Your girl oh. dropped out of three colleges. <laughs> okay. I don't, no one should have Stop. given me the opportunity you, to write a book. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? I feel like it has nothing to do with, you know, college, all that type of stuff. Like your mm. work ethic. Oh, Being well, your own business that's Adderall. That's Adderall. <laughs> it's not me. But yeah, to, to your point, it's like, I think because I'm not a doctor, it's a more interesting take 100%. because you don't find books out there about mental health that are written from like, you do, but it's like one person's battle with like bipolar and being yes. a mother. And it's very sad yes. and like heavy and like not very hopeful. And I was like, I can't read this shit anymore. I need something that I'm like laughing at Picks or like having fun with. Yes. And in this time period, like there's an, you have enough reason, I think as like the general mm. public to Mm. already feel kind of down and weird and like not yourself and to read something where it's like hey I felt that way but I picked it back up and like here's how huge yeah and like you know I I struggled with the idea of like our tagline is like the shit they don't tell you in therapy about anxiety depression and blah blah blah. and I was like ooh, is is inviting therapy into the conversation going to turn people off like it would with a better tagline just be like if you feel fucked up read this you know just because like (laughs) I, you know, because so many people are kind of coming into their own mental health journeys with this yeah. coronavirus and social unrest, like, I, I hope people 
lean into it. Like I hope people lean into the uncomfortability. And I just have to name something. There's a bird that landed like very close to me and it's been sitting here for like a hot minute now and it's very close and it's like looking at me like this. I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy. (laughs) She's side-eyeing me like I'm in her space. (laughs) If you get shit on, that's good luck. So, oh, well, I mean, honey, maybe honey, stick that arm out <laughs> and be like, seriously, hey, but like, if any, like, if anything crazy happens, like, you'll have it on, you'll have my death on I'm, video. And I'm this, this very excited for that. It's actually funny you say that because, like, in my childhood bedroom, there is now like a nest of birds that has planted themselves outside of my window. Ooh, poetic. They wake up at like 5 a.m. every day. Oh. Mm-hmm. You bet your ass I'd be out there with a fucking broom. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, there's like a hawk flying around this neighborhood. I'm like, you need to make a stop. Like that sounds so terrible, <laughs> but like there's you're missing. Don't fuck something. with my sleep. Mm-hmm. This morning a big truck came through mm-hmm. at like 3 30 in the morning, and I swear to God, this was me for like 20 minutes. <sighs> yeah, I'm just so upset. <sighs> just like punching my pillows like <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed. I so don't fuck oh, with my 100%. sleep. 100 percent No, don't it's important. Yeah. Boss woman. Vital. Gotta, Vital. gotta be rested up. Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. Next question we're going to go into quick. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, tangent. No, no, no. Oh, no. See, this is the thing is that I named these questions before, like, when I started recording these, like, oh, my rapid fire questions. And I realized I shut up. Never rapid fire. And I I, never. Yep. (laughs) I love the intimacy of hearing, like, why somebody answered the way they did. And I I don't want to ever. I will try to give my answer because I know what you're looking for. And I got you. No, it's great. I'm here for all of this. I got you. Podcast okay. queen. Let's go. Let's hear it. Um, Polly D or Vinny, did you ever watch Jersey Shore? A Were you million a Shore percent girl? obsessed with it. Obsessed with it. Obsessed I'm with obsessed, it. Still watching obsessed. it. I am a, for real, for real, a Vinny. I would okay. marry Vinny. Okay. But I want to just be friends and hang out with Polly. Yes. And actually, my boyfriend, who's a DJ, has met him a few times and, and played the same clubs as him. And he says he's like... He's exactly the same. Yep. Okay. Well, that that's what I love about Polly because I think I reside with Polly D more just because like he is so genuinely himself and does not so change funny. throughout every yeah. season. He's so funny. He's so quick. Ugh. But Vinny's like a little sad boy, and I like that. He's like a little emo. Yeah. Like, you can tell he's soft, and I like that. Oh, you can tell he has emotions. He's got his AirPods in. He's listening to Sweater Weather. Like it's. I'm here for it. I love that. <laughs> Me okay. Too. Who was your first celebrity crush? Mm. Mm. I feel like I've answered this before, so I hope I don't give like a different answer and then people are like, you're a liar. My first celebrity crush? You could even maybe go, do like the first like real one where you were like, oh, this is hitting yeah. me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was pretty obsessed with Serena Vanderwoodson from Gossip Girl. <sighs> Yeah, I like, mean, unmatched. Deeply. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to fuck her or be her, <laughs> be her or, like, be around. Like, I wasn't sure, but I, I was pretty – I mean, that was, like, older. Definitely wasn't my first, yes. like, crush, but that is – when I think of, like, intense feelings, I think of that. <laughs> okay. I think that's a sufficient answer, and the Thank world you. definitely agrees with you there. Thank you. I feel like I have so many. I mean, Justin Bieber's the obvious answer, but I'm going to give a little bit more niche <sighs> – Mm-hmm. I would say Dylan O'Brien. Who that? Oh, that's exactly why he is the celebrity crush. Because Who I'll Dylan show you a O'Brien? picture. I'll show you a picture. Oh. Did you ever see the movie like The Maze Runner? 
oh, slash yeah. Teen Wolf. Him. I okay? love him. He's I love fantastic. The books. Love them. So good. They he were got, so like, good. He in an accident on he set. Did. And like almost did. died or some shit, right? I, yeah. And I think it was Dangerous. with his like face. Like I have no idea. I mean, he still is like yeah. a total fox. So I guess it was fine. I like him. Fine. I like that. I like him. And I feel like he's so, he's another one where I'm like, not even just looks, but like personality. I feel like we would oh, yeah. vibe. He's also a Virgo. I haven't, All right. I I'm think, creepy. Oh, well, that makes sense. I'll stop. I like it. I'm yeah. a fan. <laughs> okay. Let's see. And then we'll wrap it up with what is your favorite early 2000s nostalgic movie? Do you have Shit. one that just like every time you watch it, like maybe it didn't age super well, right? This but it brings. Yeah. This isn't uh, necessarily early 2000s because I'm older than you. I'll be 30 on Sunday. So I'm a little <laughs> bit older. So I'm going to go back up. There's a movie called Now and Then. Ooh, which, okay. If you haven't seen it, it's old. Okay? A must it's watch. It's like 90s. It's like four best friends who are girls that th- it flashes back to them as teenage girls growing up. And it's like Rosie O'Donnell and like that girl <laughs> who plays the little sister in Hocus Pocus. And like oh, Hocus wow. Pocus is another good one I would Hocus watch. Hocus Pocus but is great. But if you also, haven't seen... Can we talk about Zachary for a minute? Like Zachary. <laughs> he might have been the first. He might have been the first. He might have been the first. You're right. He yeah. totally might have been the first. Yeah. yeah. He didn't one. need to go that hard. He didn't. No, Both the with dudes the white shirt. Excuse me. The blouse yeah. on a man. Uh, talk about gender bending. I like it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It was like it's like a women's it's dress feminine. shirt, but I'm here for it. Oh. Mm, and he's dirty for some reason like always dirty oh and he's a cat and he's got a weird accent it non-denominational we don't know where it's from (laughs) no idea just there well it's massachusetts right right so they're in salem why maybe it's because it was like because it was a british colony fresh off the mayflower type i never Mm -hmm. put that together but me neither chill this moment see who needs college who needs college? This is, this is the real education <laughs> that you all wanted. But we'll move into, I asked on my Instagram story for any questions that people had for you, which I will say I got a lot of resounding like, oh my God, love her. Love her so much. Uh, um, I'm, I'm always gonna, shocked when anyone gives a fuck. I'm sure it's like weird, <laughs> like to have that like, because you're like, oh, I never, I'm me. yeah, I just me. Yeah. It's all, it'll never be normal. No, it's, it's great uh i actually have to shout out one of my friends jackie she just said like you need to tell her that i love her and if her and jared are still looking (laughs) for a third let her know we're on the east coast all the time girl all the time all the time i was gonna say it'd be long distance that's a lot of effort but like listen sometimes that's what you need is like a east coast you know side piece that like you know hoes in different area codes come on we had an east coast like she lived in la but she also she worked in new york so we had like a it was just yeah okay it works yeah we're into it jackie hit us up yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love it okay um but all right so i had to get that out of the way and then Love one of the it. questions was, what's the most starstruck you've ever been for who? What was the event? <laughs> Have you been starstruck? That's probably uh, a better question. Yeah, I think you get used to it when you live in L.A. because yeah. it's not unusual to see someone super famous just like on the corner or like it, it's it's surprisingly a small town. Like the urban planning of this town was shit and it's actually a lot smaller. It feels 
like New York is very tall and you're able to hide yourself easily in New York. You're like covered with glasses and like taxis and subways yeah, and like, yeah, big yeah. coats. And LA, like everyone's out, everyone's in tank tops. Like you could just see slubs all the time. So I think like the first time I was ever starstruck was when I saw Jay Z and Beyonce in New York City. That was pretty oh, cool. That's crazy. Yeah. That's and crazy. I like I like stopped. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I like just watched them walk by and we were going into i was like coming out of a bed bath and beyond and they were going in and i was like why are you here i go to west right like don't you have like 18 (laughs) personal assistants who could also like if you had to go to bed bath wow that's humbling yeah that was a big moment that was a big moment for them to be going into a bed bath like that's crazy like not like a bougie restaurant and not like like, bar pity as you know in the city buildings are like 15 different things True. in one so maybe they weren't going to bed bath maybe they were just going into the building top floor baby who it knows was on the upper east side bed bath i don't Ooh. know i'd have to retrace Been my there. steps and see <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's great i i always yeah. joke like i love celebrity i love the idea of running into them and i never see them and all of my friends who uh, do not care always see in them new york really all, well i th- well, it's also, tricky new york i think i walk by them and i just don't know like I was walking yeah. with a friend and she was like, oh my God, that was Kelly Ripa. And I was like, I would have never known the grown woman with pigtails was Kelly Ripa. I've sat from her a million times at dinner. She goes to, the, whoa, there's like a giant governmental. That sounded intense. <laughs> that sounded Dude, intense. It's not, it's like, it is intense because like with the way the world is right now, I'm like, I don't like the grumbling. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't, like normally I'd just be like, oh, God damn it, hold for plane. But now I'm like, are we going to die today? Is this, is this the day? <laughs> is it going to be over? <laughs> let me get my nice, uh, let me put my nice sports bra on first. Yeah, um, yeah no, I in, in LA, have you ever been to LA? Because you will see a celebrity just by the time so, you get to the airport. I went once when I was like younger, like I was like 12. So like, I don't think I was cognizant oh. of much. Mm. A funny thing that happened like right before COVID was I sat next to Lily Collins on an airplane Ooh. from New York to oh. LA. Oh, you mean like adjoining oh, like, arm so, rest. Like next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was watching a movie that she was in and I didn't know it until my oh best friend we God. got the plane. She was like, did you know who that was? And I was like, no. Because another thing that slubs do that a lot of people don't know is when they fly commercial, there's a special service that like drops you off at the airplane so you don't actually have to go down the that's it, huge. to the gate and then the same thing when you leave they go out that little side door that like wheelchairs oh, and, and yep, carry-ons yep. go and so when i got off the plane she skirt skirted out and i was like what the fuck was, like, that? Who was that i know well i i was like is she allowed to do that like <laughs> i think you need like a security tag or something You're gonna and then be my arrested. best friend was like yeah she was like do you know who that was i was like no but she's she's gonna get yeah like someone should check on her i was like no that's lily collins i was like oh that's very embarrassing because i was watching a movie that she was in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she probably thought you were like subtly trying to get her attention How embarrassing right no, i also crazy. sat on a plane once with kelly osborne and Ooh. she at, she had her dogs with her awesome. and so whenever she would go to the bathroom i would get to watch her little dog for a second that was cool that's so cute that's so cool yeah. i don't have any experiences like that okay so let's see all right another one was what's your favorite buzzfeed video you've ever Ooh. done oh that i've ever done um i mean i feel like the obvious answer is the one that i did about mental health with my yes. pills 
It was for mental health month and I took all the pills I'd ever been prescribed. We actually had to have the prop department make that because really? the legal team. Yeah, they wouldn't let me use real pills. <laughs> You're like, like, bro, I got them. I know. I was Don't like, waste your fuck? money. This is my moment. But they had to like <laughs> hand press like pills, which was pretty crazy. And like some people were called it out. They're like, those look spray painted. I was like, that's because they were. You're like, well, um, because I can't have <laughs> literal pills. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, some people didn't notice, but we made them look as real as possible. So I really like that one just as in terms of impact. I feel like that was the first time I kind of like came out with my mental health journey, yeah. like really publicly, like details, like pretty dark details. Yeah. Um. So that one was a big deal. And then I think just as far as like fun goes, like BuzzFeed really was the most fun job ever. Like the company itself, I'm sure whatever, it's like, like crazy. Fun. Talk about corporate. Like, you know, they are a corporation at yeah. the end of the day. So. It's a different, Whatever. you know. They're always going to look out for themselves in the company, but the people there and, like, the fun we had. Like, one day my job would be to, like, watch puppies, and then That's the next crazy. day would be, like, to eat exotic bacon, and then the next day would be, like, to try absinthe, and then the next day it would be, I loved like, that video. <laughs> shooting a cooking video about weed brownies. Like, there was so, it was so fun. Like, I will I'm never sure. have a job like that ever again, I'm sure, you know? Oh, yeah, and I feel like it's such a unique experience, which is crazy, because I feel like when it first started, People thought it was fun, but I feel like there was a rush where everyone was like, I want to oh, work at BuzzFeed. Yeah. This oh, yeah. is the place to be. It was the golden era. <laughs> the, the golden You age. were part of the golden era for yeah, sure. Like, I snuck in there somehow. You did. You did the damn thing. And then deuced out. I was like, okay. And then everyone deuced out and that was kind of it. I know. I actually, um, I was listening to your One Year Sober podcast and- uh which was awesome but I was Thanks. you mentioned in it that you didn't like there was that one video that went super viral with Eugene mm -hmm. that you guys did mm -hmm. that people always come up to you and tell you about and yeah. I was low-key like because I love that video. I love it that I is, love it don't get that me wrong. is the video it's so fun if I'm in a bad mood if I'm like uh. about I'm gonna go out but I'm not really in the mood I watch that video oh. and it just like it makes my day <laughs> hypes you you know what's crazy is right when I got sober, like I hadn't even really told anyone that I quit drinking. Eugene texted me asking if oh. I would do a follow up for the Try Guys channel that was like, I think he ended up doing it by himself, but it was like tasting every beer from every state, like I, ranking every beer. Yeah. Okay. And I, I like lied to him about why I was like, oh, I'm out of town that day. Like, good luck shooting or something. Yeah. Oh. And I lied about it because I wasn't ready to no. tell people. It just felt like, well, I could have another like viral video and success and maybe some like alcohol brand deals and make some money and like further my, you know, clout or like. I can take yeah. care of my body and like do the thing that I've been needing to do for 10 years. And like, exactly. I felt like that was a big test from the universe being that's like, a huge test, especially because yeah. I mean, it's Eugene. I, it's Eugene. He's <laughs> yeah. wow. He does something do special for me. Whatever Eugene says. Period. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, he is also a killer. Um, I do want to know how was that hangover? Like, did you go out after? How uh, did you? You know, what's crazy is we started so early, like production on shoots that big start mm. really early. So I got there early and we finished. You can kind of tell by the way the lighting changes. Yes. We finished like right when the sun was starting to go down. And so it was like, I don't know, dusk. And so I went home. And I immediately fell asleep. Obviously. Oh, yeah, I'm we sure. Drank 50 drinks, like 50 different shots. 
And when you chug I, the red wine at like California my or whatever, my specialty which I, is also oh, a huge mood. Yeah. But like you, you have to know how to chug wine if you're a white yeah. bitch. Oh, from Connecticut, wine. that's like I'm supposed yeah. to do that. Apparently, like I go wine tasting. I'm like. Oh no, this is all going in my mouth. Yeah, down the gullet. I drink to get fucked up. I don't yeah. drink to like have fun. No. No. Yeah. No, no, I, no. So I I went to sleep and I think I woke up late that night and then Jared, my current partner, and I were like just starting to date then. I think I went out oh. for a booty call. <laughs> That's the best way to end that type of night. Would you ever do stand-up? Because girl, so, I feel like I see I see the Netflix <laughs> special. I see it already. Thank you. Like, you know, you so I did, it. I did stand up when I first moved out here, like pre YouTube. Okay. Like, I used to have a stand up show downtown in Los Angeles. Oh, it's so and cool. And I hated it because really, this was here's the thing I loved doing, sta- mm-hmm. being on stage and telling jokes. Loved that. Oh, I mean, the there's culture, no high quite like it. Uh, the culture of oh, male dominated comedy spaces. And this was right before the dawn of like Kristen Wiig and like my and like women are funny again. And like we're accepting like Tina Uh. Fey and Amy Poehler as humans. This was like right before that. So I was really in like the thick of like, you know, you keep hearing these stories of like Mm -hmm. blowjobs for stage time. Like that was the that was the region I lived in. Like I'm loving that Chris D'Elia is bringing coming, bringing down. I love that Brian Callen is getting dragged down like. I'm loving seeing these dudes get fucking their paychecks taken away from them. And I have deep desires and hopes. I'm to sure you also know so much from oh, yeah. living in L.A., Big talking time. to people who have experienced yeah. things with them. And like, I, it's just I'm like, sure it, it's a gross. Spa- it was a gross space to be in as yeah. a woman at that time. It wasn't healthy. It wasn't conducive. Like. It, I hated it and that's what actually drove me to digital stuff is because yeah. I was like oh you're telling me I don't have to go sit in a fucking comedy room. club till two in the morning putting up with these guys bullshit I can just do it myself and be way more successful and get paid the entire paycheck okay I'm gonna do that and now yep. you know with COVID no one's doing stand-up anymore because you can't have a live performance no and it's and so now I, everyone's like, crazy. I'm going to start a YouTube channel or a podcast. I'm like, yep. I already did it, bitch. You were ahead of the <laughs> ahead of the times, head of the yes, industry. I, I strongly disagree with the way that the stand up world still functions, even though we're just touching the tip of the iceberg of of like calling some motherfuckers out for the oh, disgusting yeah. behavior. And I so I like started to kind of dabble with it in 2019 mm. just because like, I mean, who doesn't love getting on stage, telling some jokes and getting some laughs, even though definitely I bombed several times and probably in hindsight, not that great at it, but like it was fun while it lasted. I started to kind of pick up on just sort of the dynamic. It's, it's just like a little New York is different too. And it just feels a little little seedy. Yeah. Like kind of all the time. Like you're, I don't know. It's and, like a club you didn't ask to be a part of or want to get into. And yes. now you're like, Bleh. And the politics, I think, of how long people have been in the industry starts to get, like, people start to get jaded, which I think is probably mm-hmm. just the entire entertainment industry. And you industry. can't be good looking. God forbid you're a good looking girl. No, because no, then you're just, like, just stop. You're dumb. You're getting shit for your looks. Mm-hmm. Like, you would probably get more spots if you went, like, in sweatpants with your hair up and, like, 100%. No bra. Well, maybe wear bra. I mean, because those guys are disgusting. But like, <laughs> genuinely, they hate 
decent looking women, which is so awful because like what is a decent looking woman? But like society's idea of like a hot girl, they hate. Yeah, them. I, they I hate them. I think yeah, and just like women in general. Like I feel like I would always. Mm-hmm. It's always men, and I feel like there was a yeah. lot of like here's what I think you should do to like make this bet. But like, it was never said like that. It was always kind I didn't of fucking ask. I didn't I ask. I didn't ask. I don't want to talk to any having of you. fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally, I'm going to go sit get like, in, in the audience. Get out. And <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, that. unfortunately you have to be part of the like bro hangout culture or you never get stand up time. It's exactly. Awful. And I feel yeah, like you have to be I, in the trenches I, for so long. You have, and that's why I'm like, why like you have to pay your dues for sure keep doing digital stuff like crush your instagram like crush this podcast like keep going here because stand-up is not gonna be no the thing anymore i don't think so i think that was the most like confirming thing for me because i'd always beat myself up like you know should i try hard should i like get back into it and then COVID happened Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i'm glad i didn't waste my energy there because i don't think it's sustainable I do see where it's important to be a comedian because, like, that's how a lot of times you get hired for writing gigs or, like, you know, a lot of stand-ups get, like, their own TV show or whatever. But it's, like, now that's translated to being, like, a funny Twitter writer. Like, if you yeah. can nail Twitter, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you'll get hired just as much as, like, the next best up and coming stand up and like you can do it just from your for bed. writing oh yeah <laughs> yeah which is beautiful part. and my dream and that's my goal in life is to not have a to plus. leave my bed to do my job well look at you you're already doing it in I your childhood so in my <laughs> nonetheless hello <laughs> i yeah under the watchful eye of zach efron i'm here doing, Love it. living out my dream so you left buzzfeed mm-hmm. and now you've become your own business you have a podcast mm-hmm. we've talked we've we've talked about it you're just you're freaking crushing it from every angle thank um, you it never feels like it I, you just have to put your fingers in a million things I feel like that's exactly what it is and I think you know my question was going to be like how has that transition been because I feel like every day it's your mm. dream to be your own boss but then to like motivate yourself get yourself oh, through yeah. the high highs and the low lows mm-hmm. how has that been and would do you think you'd yeah. ever go back like if you were given a really great opportunity somewhere you know what's crazy is like I I used to be like big picture dream pie in the sky like what is my future five years from now look like and I think with COVID combined with leaving BuzzFeed was like it really put into perspective of like what's the next thing that's in front of me today like I started looking at life a little bit more macro like a little bit more like taking it one day at a time probably had to do with the drinking too like I stopped drinking 100%. and like my mind just got clearer and like my motivations just became more clear and like I used to be like okay in five years I want to be like show running my own scripted tv show also acting in it I want to be Incredible. having an unscripted tv show on a network I want to be working on my third book I want to have my house with the pool like I used to be that kind of girl yeah. who was like here's all these things I want and like every day felt like I was only chipping away at this big piece of fucking concrete to try and make this statue. And I was like, I kind of just want to fucking like paint instead of do statue. Like I think I just want to go over here and do something else. And so with COVID, yeah, like I I kind of was like, I think I'm just going to do things that make me happy. And 
I have a problem of saying yes to a lot of things. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, that's a great idea. Let me help you make it. Oh, my God. Yes, I can write that thing. Holy shit. Yes to that brand deal. Like, I take on a lot because I have a fear of not living up to my fullest potential. And I have a fear of, like, saying no to something, meaning that, like, I'm missing out on, like, maybe this is going to be the next thing that gets me. But, But with COVID and having, like, the the same playing field as everyone else has really helped me to like stop comparing my life and my journey to other people's and I just feel so much more content with like you know what the pool and the scripted tv show series and all that like it will come if it's meant to but I've stopped idolizing a life that doesn't exist yet and like started idolizing what is happening today like that's right now I'm like looking out at like the mountains over like the hedge of a fucking probably I don't know two million dollar house or something there's (laughs) bird is next to me I've got an RV in the driveway that I just bought with my own money that I'm using to shoot a documentary incredible we have to talk about that like it like when you just look at the miracles of what's in front of you, no matter how big and small, like it shifted my perspective and it didn't happen overnight. And so anyone that's like dealing with that shift right now, I would just, you know, tell them to take it day by day, like trying to think like, Oh my God, what, how am I going to do this? Or like, what's my next job going to be? It's like the universe is going to do what it's going to do no matter what. And like, you can just do your best and feel good and make people feel good. And like the less I focused on myself, weirdly, the more has come to me, if that makes sense, which has been really fulfilling. I think it's really easy when you're in it to be like, nah, like, I don't know if like that was that cool or like if I'm that (laughs) super proud of whatever I did. But when you look back, Oh yeah. You're going to, you're going to look back and be like, wow I really did all of that and nothing and like it you'll never feel satisfied when you're when you're a boss bitch or a girl boss or whatever the fuck you want to call it you're never gonna be satisfied so even if I had the pool and the scripted show and thing I would want a fucking motorcycle and a beach house (laughs) and I don't know I'm feeling very much today and to film with all of them like come on yeah I don't know yeah yeah it's like you you'll never be satisfied so I keep that keep that energy because that's what like makes us successful but also like live live in today live in today's world and successes too absolutely and I think that's a great message to spread I will say I was kind of cackling at your like the turning 30 podcast I feel like I keep saying like oh my god and like referencing specific things but it's really because I love that makes everything you do I'm so thrilled Um, you have no idea how much I don't get that often you know what I mean someone that like I mean it's so nice like I, you only ever it's important to share <laughs> oh oh always I love that thank you and it's important to share because like I know when people like say stuff to me mm-hmm. like I'm like okay wow okay all right You're like I should keep doing, doing this like, I'm <laughs> kind of okay at this yeah um, like you'll never be satisfied though and that's what's never. gonna make you super successful yeah no because then I get one hate comment I'm like mm, no never mind I delete you'll remember that comment. forever ever that's like the next six therapy sessions yeah totally get that. <laughs> yep. yep I'm like this you're, is they're totally like yes dedicated. but someone told you that you saved their life and you're like yeah 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 that's great and all but like that one guy said my nose looked weird <laughs> <laughs> it's like yep. our brains oh, are funny it's terrible especially just being a woman amplifies that oh. a billion um right. oh but what was I gonna say no yeah in your turning 30 video you were saying like 
oh, you know, I have to like basically let go of the idea that I'll be like a high school, <laughs> like uh, like Riverdale type character. And I'm cackling because I feel like every like I am so delusional. I think that that's like still gonna happen. I'm like, no, no, no. You still have I, it. I don't. I'm telling you. I'm really, looking at you. You still have it. I don't you still think have high school teen drama in your bone structure you got this you know i don't know but it's gonna be funny looking i'm telling you, you do. and being like lol appreciate it now i'm happy that there's that there's somebody else who like thinks like that though because i tell, like tell your agent right you now to be sending you out for high school like, oh i don't even have it. an agent so i gotta start from like get an agent zero <laughs> and then demand that they send you out for high school send me out for high school i want to be in euphoria season two yeah you can't oh. do this to me I Killer. love that show. Incredible. It's incredible. Iconic. Amazing. Never before seen. One of a kind. It's I love it. It's absurd. I just introduced my little sister to it. I like basically bullied her into watching it. I was like, you're wasting uh -huh. your time. You need to watch it. And yeah. watch it again. Because after the first season, like you go through the first season and then you just need to like let that sink in, rewatch it. And then you'll see how genius it yeah. is. It's great. Yeah. I rewatched the pilot the other day and I was just like. This is a great pilot. It's, it's such a good like introduction to a yes. show. That's a, I could go on and on. I won't. Yeah. But it's it's, it's incredible. It. I think every show should be shot like that, casted <laughs> like that. Incredible. Um, but yeah, no. So kind of circling back to when we were just talking about like auditioning. Do you go on active auditions like for acting and stuff like that? I'm not sure if that's also something you have your toes yeah, in so at this point when I first moved out here, I was doing that like six days a week, like horrifying. the hut commercial. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are did. you kidding me? I, yeah. If you send it to like, me, I'll link that below. <laughs> that needs to be seen. I couldn't find that. If you fucking yeah. got the FBI involved, <laughs> it, I, I like, I did a bunch of stuff that like just paid the bills and it was fun but it's really hard to be just like a tall blonde girl who wants mm -hmm. to act without having something else. Like the, the idea of traditional acting is very rare anymore. Like right. you have to be also a writer and right. like a designer or, you know, producing uh, all that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. You have to be director, whatever. So for me, it was kind of like, I know I'm not going to get the auditions for like the lead role in a TV show on like CBS because I'm not a traditional actor. Right. So I'm going to have to make the shit that I want to be in. Like I'm going to have to write it. So I've done auditions this season. Like I've sent in tapes and like no one's going in, in person, obviously everything's yep. over the internet and over webcams and stuff, but I'm not holding my breath. Like I, <laughs> you know, before COVID I was in, you know, acting classes every week and I love it and it's so much fun. And I, I come from a background of theater acting. So like I will always love the stage and performing. And I actually considered like, I want to get back into plays. Yes. But, like I'm not holding my breath for like my Riverdale thing anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm going to write it and then I'm yes. going to tell the networks that like you can have this if I'm in it. Yeah. And then you can cast me in it and then we'll circle back. It'll be great. Boom. And we'll both get Gotta our Riverdale dreams. Call it Riverside. Write a high school show. But they did that <laughs> with that show. Um, Oh God. It was just on Hulu with the two, the two women played themselves in high school, but they were, they're adults. Oof. See, I don't know what that 10, is. 15. I 10, need to 15. watch it because that would oh be my iconic. God. 
If you have not watched Pen15, it is so <laughs> fucking funny. On Hulu, it's very good. I will be watching that. That's like my dream to live out. It's a binger. Oh, I'm sure. It's a binger. And again, we yeah. have nothing but time. There you go. Um, And I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, just like who is like someone that your generation looks up to, but who do you look up to? Who's been like your biggest influence? I mean, besides my mom, honestly, like she is such a hardworking motherfucking boss. Like, I love it. But if I, you know, I live on the other side of the country, I really admire what like Chelsea Handler has done with her career and even Amy Schumer, the way that they were like, okay, we were successful, funny, white, privileged, problematic. And like, I'm going to listen to the world and become a better and different person. And like, I think that that's like a priority for a lot of white women right now is like, how can we take the L? Like, I think that's what white women need to learn is like, take the L on, like, don't make it personal. Don't make it about you because it's not about you and just become better people. And I, I really admire what they've done just as far as like their political activism and like better self betterment. Like they've both done a lot of like self care, um, uh, uh, advising and shit like that. Like they are like goals to me. I would say Chelsea Handler probably has always been my kind of idol. I'm trying to send her my book. <laughs> you should. You should. I, I think I'm just going to like tweet it You could definitely get in her. contact with these people like if you wanted to. But I think we've been going for a minute. So I think we can actually yeah. wrap it up. Which is crazy. I'm sad to say it. that. I'm sad to say that because oh, I've so enjoyed talking friends. to you. Now we're friends. Now this is just the beginning. We're girls. A beautiful friendship. A beautiful friendship. If and you, I don't have to worry about being attacked by this bird. Yes, exactly. That's she has not moved. Oh no, she has not moved. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? I I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much for coming Thanks. on. I basically me too of you. just fangirled for like an hour in your face. Same. So thank you and for listen, letting me do that. I anytime you need to do get that out of your system, I'm here for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'll just be Thanks DMing for letting you me like come on. Hey. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to see how this grows. It's gonna be great. I hope it does. I hope, you know, you guys keep listening and that you've enjoyed. Feel free to leave me some nice feedback in my DMs if you have it. You know, do you have an audience name? Like fan name? I don't. I should give them one though. What what would your suggestion be if you have one? Queens of corporate. I mean, like obviously like queens is an easy one right but that's easy it needs to come organically out of like a joke or something it's got to be something like that slash i feel like it's always the audience that comes up with the best name you can't make up your own nickname no you can't and i'm i'm not gonna be chastising you people and call you something that you're not comfortable with we'll think about um (laughs) no i'll think about it but yeah if you guys like the podcast do all the things rate subscribe comment leave a review I'm going to give another thank you. I know I did this six times in my last podcast, but shout out again to Kelsey. Go follow her at Kelsey Dara on hey. Instagram, Twitter, correct? Yeah. And hey. TikTok. She's a viral TikTok oh, sensation. Yeah. And last but not least, you got to pre-order her friggin' book when it comes out <gasps> my book. August 16th. You guys got to mark the You're date the down because if you've listened thank to you this, so much. obviously you want to know more about her. She's the greatest. Thank you it's great if there's anything i didn't say that you want to drop no that's it the book that's all i care about love it (laughs) oh and justice for soraya go check out justice for soraya go check that out we didn't have time to cover it but 
No, Fantastic it's a long cause. story. You want to have a couple minutes to sit down and read it and prepare. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.